0: I mean, I need these tips, tricks from you because I definitely have grays. I, at one point when I was 27, all of a sudden I got a few and I think it's because I was in the worst relationship ever. Stress. I remember, yes, it was stress. stress. I was like, he will not affect my beauty. <laughs> yeah. Number
1: one tip is don't date a jerk.
0: Hey everyone, welcome back to the Core Self Podcast. I'm Chloe Flower. And I'm Mona Vand. And happy Monday for us. Yes. Happy Tuesday for you guys when you listen (laughs) to this. You know, I always think about how lucky I feel to be able to get glam and get ready because you just said that, you know how sometimes women are like, oh, men have it so easy. Like they don't have to do their hair, their makeup. Like I love that process. Not every day, but it's so fun. Getting ready is the best part about going out. Honestly, getting, like doing my own makeup to go out to something just like a dinner Mm -hmm. is painful for me. But when I'm like going all in, I like to go all in.
1: But we live in New York and No makeup is hot here. It's not hot in L.A. necessarily or Miami. But in New York, I feel like I always see amazing fashion-looking, like, girls, it girls with, like, no makeup on.
0: I actually feel like that's more common than a fully, beat like, beat face. Yeah, and I remember
1: doing this Harper's Bazaar piece, and they were like, take out your eyelashes immediately.
0: You came glam ready, and then they were like, no? I had eyelashes on,
1: like, you know, I love Lashify. And they were like, no lashes. Really? Because they don't like that contoured glam look that is very specific to L.A., I think, and has kind of moved over to this side. But still New York fashion, I think they still like that natural, fresh look. You know, so that's kind of why we're doing this episode. Exactly. We got to keep it real and we got we to gotta <laughs> still look good without a full layer of a foundation.
0: <laughs> and that's why we live in New York. Yes, and that's why we live in New York. Exactly. That's like a per- so it's actually the perfect segue into our yeah. episode today. We wanted to talk about beauty. Just Ancient beauty tips, modern beauty tips, what it was like growing up, beauty standards, and just get into a real conversation about this.
1: Yeah, and like what makes you feel beautiful? Because some people really like all of that heavy makeup or, you know, they like that look and that makes them feel beautiful. And for me, I often feel beautiful when I'm in full glam like that too, but I also want to feel beautiful when I look like I look like today, <laughs> with no makeup on,
0: <laughs> but you still look glam. I hope we have a video clip of this because <laughs> I you, don't know you if you I'm going to prove it. You know what? It's like it's like the fab boots and like there's just always like something going on that's glam.
1: Yeah, you can. We talked about this earlier. Yes. High lows, high like, lows, exactly. You know, like when I'm going to berries or when I'm going to the gym. Like you can pair a big puffer and sweatpants, but as long as your coat and your purse and your sunglasses or hat, whatever, are lit, like you can wear anything underneath and it still looks put together and it still looks chic. That's like that high low. But I think same with makeup. Sometimes I wear eyelashes and I don't need to wear any other makeup at all Yes. or colored contacts to give my eyes a pop and then a lip, you know, then I don't necessarily need eyeshadow or foundation or eyebrows or whatever.
0: I know. I'm like, I have two, I feel like times when I feel most beautiful. One is when I'm fully glammed. Yeah. Like really like it, all the colors are right everything's working and the other one is like fresh out a hot shower with my hair in a wet bun i love that look right like a little bit of like serum or oil on my face yes. and i just, i feel Glowing. amazing yes. yes and clean
1: i love that clean look and you know we're both we're women of color basically yes. and i think culturally your culture is similar to my culture in that we have amazing ancient beauty secrets yes and you know we want to share those because i think You are so great about what you put into your body because what you put into your body shows on your skin, especially as you get older, over 30. Yes. Like I could probably eat McDonald's every single day in my 20s and still look like I had amazing skin, but I'm going to see the ramifications of that into my 30s and 40s.
0: I'm kind of curious. I feel like Asian beauty standards are really unique because I was thinking about this question. I'm like, we have so many similarities, me being Iranian, you being Asian, all I know is that women are expected a lot of times like hair, makeup, you're done up, you smell nice. Like from what I grew up in culturally, it was like women always had to show up in a like beautiful feminine way, which I kind of like in a lot of ways. But I want to know what the Asian beauty standards are because I think it's interesting and unique.
1: Well, like you said, it's very different in Asia versus America. Yes. And I think for me what I noticed most about Asian beauty is that fresh clean no makeup look. Everything is like glowing and like the skin is like really clean. But the issue I had as a person who is darker skinned is there was a lot of whitening products in Asia and I think there still are. And so I think a lot of beauty products have been in that direction. But what I love about Asian beauty products is that natural look, Mm -hmm. that no makeup look. Like Even when you're in full glam, like Blackpink, for instance, is a great example. They're in their full makeup, but they have like flawless, even skin, and then maybe just a dash of blush and no eyeshadow and just like a lip. And it
0: looks so fresh,
1: so fresh and so clean. It's like
0: baby faced fresh. It just looks healthy.
1: Yeah, and so in Asia, so much of our beauty secrets come from our diet. That makes a lot of sense. Which is not the case here. Everything here in America is like topical, topical, topical. Yes, Botox, creams, serums, but like no one's really saying drink pineapple, warm pineapple water. No one's saying like no, eat it's ginger. considered yeah.
0: pseudoscience. It's that's like one of the most frustrating things is when people online call it like quackery, pseudoscience, and I'm like, or it's what our ancestors and all the ancients did years yeah. ago before what we you were are, even born. What you eat. Yeah. It's funny because you're talking about Asian beauty being like the fresh face, which is when I think of a Korean skincare line or I'm like, that's what I picture mm-hmm. this be, like really clean, beautiful face. Persians, I know culturally, it's like so much makeup. It's a lot of glam makeup. That's just what the beauty, I don't know. Who, who decides what it is, but mm-hmm. it's a, I know I'm a little bit more unique in terms of whenever I'd go out to Persian parties with my parents or family, everyone was always like, oh my God, like she's so cute because I wouldn't wear, it just doesn't suit my face, which I learned kind of at a younger age. And interestingly, even though a lot of Persians wear a lot of makeup, my mom and grandmother don't. So she got it from my grandmother must be, I got it from her and my grandmother's skin. She's either 83 or 80 we don't know <laughs> it's unclear she says I have it 80 like that too <laughs> she says 80 but my one cousin's like i promise you it's 83 <laughs> so whatever age she is she's literally one of my favorite humans her skin is like butter it is so soft never any botox never any filler nothing i mean not one permanent line on her forehead and i ask her her tips and tricks she really doesn't give me that much. I haven't gotten like, oh, like food is huge in terms yeah. of health, but she didn't wear a lot of makeup, always wore sunscreen and drank a lot of water. So those oh, are like I the th- to
1: put on sunscreen today. Oh, my
0: God. It's like my I put it on first thing in the morning. I'm just it's my habit. Yeah, I wish. I don't know what. For some reason, my mom never got the sunscreen memo. So I I honestly wonder. I did so many tanning beds when I was in high school. <sighs> I'm horrified. I know. You're like, so
1: lucky it, your skin is like baby Jesus.
0: Yes, but maybe some of the hyperpigmentation I've experienced, maybe. I don't know. Maybe it's coming from
1: that. Well, you did it when you were young. And luckily when you do stuff when you're young, it's like-
0: Sometimes it, it shows heals up faster. later though. I don't know. Who knows? Well, it hasn't shown up. So Also, I mean, I laser it off. <laughs> yeah. And there's that. I remembered last summer when I was in Turkey with my grandmother, it was hot. Mm-hmm. And she was like um, putting peaches on my face. And she was like, never let your face get warm. Yes. You should always keep your face cool. I did the sauna blanket today. Did you do it with an ice roller?
1: No, but I I had my arms out because I was like scared I was going to get hyperpigmentation from my sauna blanket. You
0: know what I did? I did my sauna blanket last Mm -hmm. night and I literally had it up to my chest. So I was sitting up on my laptop. It was actually so amazing. amazing. It was efficient.
1: So. Right before I went to dinner last night, I did the sauna blanket for 40 minutes, mm-hmm. and it gave my skin an amazing glow. So that's like a really amazing tip to just keep your skin hydrated. And I even put on a little powder and foundation last night, you know, just uh, a tiny bit, and I still felt hydrated. And that's part of why I don't like wearing makeup is because it makes my face really dry. It makes – almost dry ages skin. you
0: and looks dry. Yeah. I actually realized this the other day because I'm like, okay, every time, first of all, everyone knows every time you work out, your skin looks amazing. You get this glow, yeah. right? When you when you put the steam on, when I, I take a lot of hot baths and yeah. do a lot of, of my higher dose infrared sauna blanket mm-hmm. and I get out, my skin looks amazing. So it's really just telling you, obviously there's like oxygenation and blood flow. Yeah. So I always think about that. I'm like, okay, oxygen is great. Blood flow is great. So even like tapping my fingers on my skin, doing a little massage, you don't have to do a full face, facial massage, but if you're... Massaging products in, it gives you this like warmth and glow. Yeah. I was filming this skincare video the other day, and I took a hot bath before I filmed it. And my skin looked so good in the video. I got so many compliments. Yeah. It's like
1: like it's like a it's like a quick like before we're shooting today, you know, before I got here, I was in the sauna blanket. You know, Vanessa, my assistant, she was like came in and I was like laying in my bed in the higher dose blanket, too. And I was like, hi, I'm just trying to get my skin a little dewy before I go, you know, because it really works.
0: I think it is the blood flow, the circulation, the heat from the shower, the little bit of the steam from the bath. It really works. That's an easy trick,
1: especially if you're doing like the no makeup look. Yes. Just gives you a glow. And then sometimes I'll put like a little vitamin E over top, like a light of vitamin E. I had this vitamin E ointment that I I swear by. It has weed germ, aloe vera, and vitamin E mixed together. I know I gave you one. And I would send this to all my friends because it it also gives you that little extra glow if you don't want to put on makeup. So you just look like ancient Just like glow. a little
0: dew, Glowy. a little right? Yeah, yeah. I also find it really interesting that things we appreciate now, mm-hmm. growing up as little girls of color, women of color, mm-hmm. we wanted to fit in more. Right. Like I so like I don't know if you were better at this, but the things that I didn't like growing up because I didn't have any other Persians or culture around me, it was like, oh, my God, my arms are so hairy and my legs are so hairy. My hair is so thick. My skin is darker. And I was really just, I guess, wanting to fit into more American beauty standards at that point. Mm-hmm. That was like lighter skin, less hair, even smaller features in general. Mm. I noticed. And
1: well, I have to- really small features. I have like my dad would be like grab my nose he'd be like where's your nose
0: oh yeah you wanted a bigger nose (laughs) i
1: wanted a bigger nose you know well i mean like we grew up in all white towns yeah of course we wanted to look like everybody that we didn't want to look abnormal because back then it wasn't like cool to stick out right it was it was cool to conform and it was cool to look like everybody. It wasn't cool to be different, at least in my experience.
0: Same as mine. I actually wonder if it's different now. I think it you is. talk Yeah, right. I think now because of social media and mm-hmm. also there's so many women in media and in entertainment that aren't just white.
1: Yeah, there's- finally. Yeah,
0: which is great. So little girls and boys have someone yeah. to look up to. Back to
1: what we were saying about what we put into our bodies, right? When I was younger, when I was in my 20s, I could eat like so much salt and not really see any of the effects of it the next morning. So my mother used to be like, I had, I had the, we would go to a restaurant and when she would drive me to New York, we would have to eat out. And so I remember we went to this Chinese restaurant and my mom woke up the next morning and she was like, I'm so puffy from all the salt. And I was like, yeah, okay, whatever. Like so dramatic, right? Cause she's very clean. So I was just like, you're just making that up because you don't want me to eat salty food, whatever. Which now we know you're supposed to eat salty food. Sea that salt, was, that, not- A sea salt, a sea salt. Like my mother- still to this day called me last week crying. I'm so sorry. I didn't tell you not. I told you not to eat sea salt. I was <laughs> wrong. I was wrong. And she's like, I ruined you. I was like, it's
0: okay. I'm going to be, be fine. fair. Most restaurants, a lot of restaurants use table salt. Yes, so horrible. that's higher in sodium. But, yeah. anyway.
1: but you know, I was in Maine this past weekend uh, visiting my sister and I thought I have nothing to film. You know, I had finished filming all of my stuff and I ate McDonald's. I My favorite fast food restaurant is McDonald's. And so I ate like 20 piece chicken nuggets and cheeseburgers like four nights in a row. Girl, when I got back from Maine, my face looked like I had been stung by bees. Like I made out with a wasp's nest. Like it was just huge. And I was so puffy. And so... That really was like such an eye-opener for me because I don't really eat that bad like four nights in a row, four days in a row like that and then fly and all of that stuff. What we eat really affects our skin.
0: What you eat 100%. I feel like my skin when I was 11th and 12th grade and in college was not great. Mm -hmm. And I was just eating, I always ate fruit, but I wasn't eating clean. And once I really focused on what I ate, I'm like, I honestly think my skin looks better now than it did in my young 20s. Because I drink so much water, (laughs) (laughs) I do not. (laughs) Your skin looks the exact same.
1: No, babe. I what? How do I fix my pores? Like, maybe pores? Do you have? I have pore. I have like crazy pores, and here and on my nose. And extraction just isn't. I can't extract my whole face. Extractions
0: are not for pores. Extractions are when a pore is clogged. But like blackheads. I have blackheads. Blackheads, right. Blackheads, you can just, you need to extract them. Yeah. So what is the best way to do that? You just keep getting blackheads?
1: I have blackhead like pores or blackheads like all over my nose and here. And I think it's because this is the other reason why I think I was a dog in my past life. So like my nickname in high school was glowy because I never sweat. I just glow. And the only place I sweat like a dog is on my nose and Mm -hmm. like right here in my chin. Those are like the three spots where I sweat. So... I think I have a lot of blackheads and pores in that area because that's where I... Apply the most product because that's where I'm always the most. Oh, you'll dry. put like powder
0: there or you'll put moisturizer there?
1: Like oil oh, and oils. moisture. You're not supposed to use oil. I hear oil dries out your skin more, but I would use powder. And so I started using hyaluronic acid. And they say the only way you should use hyaluronic acid, is once you put it on your skin, you have to put a moisturizer on top or else it actually dries your skin out more.
0: I've also heard it shouldn't be the first layer on your skin. That's no, more new. It, it should, should be, be a, a second toner. layer. No, I mean like a sec. There should be one serum and then hyaluronic is what Madalena actually just told me. So like a toner,
1: a serum, and then hyaluronic acid, and then a moisturizer. Yes. Yeah. That's that's kind of a new beauty routine that I just incorporated because before I was just using a toner and a serum and a moisturizer, and then I got really excited about hyaluronic acid when I heard about that, and
0: which can still it comes in serum form usually. Oh, does it? I just get the pure. Which is, that's technically a serum. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I haven't noticed a change because I just started this new routine. And I think my skin has really improved really since I stopped wearing makeup. Like, I've been going to events with no makeup on. You? Yeah. And I just, like, I didn't, even tonight, like, I probably won't wear makeup. But I think that's another thing. I think that makeup is really harsh on your skin. And we need to figure out a way to, like, just have, be okay with our skin.
0: Well, have you switched to clean makeup? at all? Do you care about that? Like, I feel like no. there's levels. Of- <laughs> <laughs> I was like trying to think of
1: one clean product I
0: have. No, I used to. It's really interesting. I think the journey of wellness and beauty is like you keep go. You're like, oh, wait, you learn more things and then you care about new things and you go a little bit deeper. Yeah. And Right now, I'm really into that. I'm even having my makeup artist use it because I'm just getting more comfortable with it. Oh, I love that. Because I'm like, if I'm doing my makeup three or four times a week, that's that's repeated exposure. That's not just one time. Mm-hmm. And as I dive deeper into this world, like, you know how sometimes you're like, oh, but the real... The natural stuff doesn't work as well as the chemicals. But then maybe short term, but I wonder if all of these preservatives and things long term are actually worse for your skin. Because look at your mom and my grandmother. So you need more makeup. No, you just don't use them. But
1: do you find it like I actually put makeup
0: on my mom like for fun
1: ones. And I was like, you look crazy. So, like, I noticed when people never wear makeup and then they all of a sudden introduce, like, heavy makeup into their face, I'm like, oh, my God, you looked so much better without. So then I wonder, like, do I look better without
0: makeup or, you know what I mean? I think it's what your eyes used to because like, it's almost like that's someone's face to you. Right. Because some people who like, let's say there's an influencer who's just like a glamazon Mm -hmm. and she's always in like the heavy, heavy, I feel like when you see her without, you're like, oh, it's shocking. Mm -hmm. Maybe Mm -hmm. that's why with you, I don't know, with you and I, even when we get like a full glam, like our makeup done, it's never like tons of colors and layers and like thick lashes. Like we still stick to like, I don't know, it looks fresh. Yeah. Like I can always see your skin. And I like when I can see my skin.
1: Yeah, that's like for me, the foundation that I use, I just really want to be able to see my natural skin a mm-hmm. little bit come through, you know, because in order to make it like so flawless, that's like, you have to wear a lot of makeup. And like, oh my gosh, we need to wash our faces at night. I'm, I'm sure you don't have this problem, but I always forget to wash my face at night. That is like the biggest beauty sin, I right?
0: cannot. I cannot go to sleep without washing off my makeup like it though how I'll feel in the morning I just it's not worth it but wait on your nightstand in your drawer you need to have makeup, makeup wipes wipe. and a moisturizer yeah. just so if you, I even do that there's been some nights where Babe, I'm, just I'm just so just tired too lazy
1: to even to
0: even make Michael do it he would. He 100% would. I mean, like,
1: it's crazy because if I use anything other than coconut oil, coconut oil is the key to getting your makeup off.
0: Yeah. Oh or my any, gosh. I've used olive oil in the past when, I, when, if I, honestly, if I'm at a it hotel. so not it though. Coconut I know, but oils so much oh, coconut oil is the best yeah. or, or like an oil remover. But if you're traveling and you forget a makeup yeah. remover, I've asked them for olive oil.
1: I've done that twice.
0: Yeah. I'm like, because you're going to rub so hard your skin. It's just not going to come off properly. It doesn't
1: come off. And so no. like that was one thing and another secret that my mother always taught me when I was little. She was like never use the same towel to dry your face that you use to dry your hands.
0: Babe, I use a new white yeah. towel every single night because I guess like when you're
1: brushing your teeth or washing your hands that the soap.
0: I have this thing where I have this like white I shared this in a YouTube video years ago. Mm-hmm. I have like 15 white washcloths yeah. that are like a uh, microfiber really soft. Mm-hmm. Every single night I use a new one and then I wash it. Yeah. Because it's, and I also want to keep making sure there's nothing left on it, right? Yeah, and it's crazy
1: because when I used to, when I was younger in my 20s and I would just use a cleanser and just wash my face and like think that it was clean, I like thought I was doing well over there. And then I started using coconut oil. And like I would wash my face and then I would pat dry my face with a towel and I'd be like, why is there 17 shades of makeup on this white towel? Yeah. And then I would have to do it a second time. So often when I'm wearing makeup, I have to wash my face with coconut oil twice. Yes. And then use a toner to get like the last pieces off. And that's kind of like... I don't feel like that's a secret, but I feel like that's a huge message that is important. I mean, important.
0: I would never expect you to fall asleep without washing your wash. So, time. if you would, so would other people. You know, everyone has their thing. That's just like, I feel too icky going to bed with it. But yeah. I'll, I'll put oil on and then I'll take like a reuse. I also have reusable little pads mm-hmm. and I'll wipe it down almost. Yeah. And then I'll wash. Yeah. But a lot of people, like, I've heard. Use coconut oil on their face, it clogs my pores. I don't actually like putting You're it on. You're supposed my face. to wash it off really Yeah, exactly. So Not actually put it on your why, face. That's why, like, I take a
1: towel after I cleanse, I take a towel, a wet towel, and then I take off all the excess. So there's just a little bit of coconut oil. To give me
0: that little, little dew. Of, like, I look so hot when I go to bed. <laughs> I know. I look all like <laughs> I look dewy and I glowy. I know. I it's love amazing. it. It's amazing. What else would you say is like your. From all the people we've talked to, all the facials we've gotten in this industry, like what do you think are kind of like the skincare secrets? So
1: I've seen a lot of red light therapy. I don't do red light therapy like hardly ever. I only do it when I go to like a facialist. But I heard that that's amazing for your skin. It is. So you you use it so you can talk about it.
0: There's red light. There's green light. There's different wavelengths. Uh Green is also really good for inflammation. So I'll do both. I sit in front of my red light every morning to meditate because it's like habit stacking. It's easy. So is it like a big red light or is it just a yeah, face one? My I have two. I have a mini face one that I'll do sometimes at night with a mask. But I have the Juve like tall one. You can buy. It depends on how many you buy. Like I just have the one long piece. I don't have the huge thing. I sit in front of it, but I put blindfolds on. Because it's bright. So I'm like, there's probably some of my face it's not getting to, yeah. but at least it's getting to my cheeks. Mm-hmm. And I, I lay naked like or not lay naked. Goggles. I sit naked. Those hurt my, eye, my eyes. I yeah. don't like those. So I use just like a soft, like an eye mask. Okay. And so what does that do for your skin?
1: I'm just curious.
0: Red light is anti inflammatory. Okay. So it's good for inflammation. It's also good for like your cell renewal, like gives your cells energy. And you do it every day. Yeah, because I meditate every day. So it's just so easy. Wow. And I meditate for longer than the 20 minutes, but I'll just turn off and then I'm just still sitting there.
1: Yeah, like I love it. And it's like, it scares me a little bit because it feels like when you go to the spa, you feel like I went to Tracy Martin's for a facial was like amazing. And he had like, it looked like a tanning bed, but it was just all red light. Oh, yeah. And I was like, is this good for me? Like, am I aging?
0: (laughs) I know. You know what I mean? There is. Because, you know, sometimes we're like, this is the best thing. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden research comes and we're like, oh, it wasn't great. Mm-hmm. So I know those beds. I've done those before. And there's so many frequencies where you can hit for like your nervous system. You can do muscles. It's yes. so cool. And yeah, oh, this is all energy. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a light. <laughs> it's just really a cool. light. Yeah. So I, I do wonder that, too. I'm just like research can always change. But mm-hmm. I know I, I, I do sit in front of it every day.
1: That was one thing I wanted to you know, introduce into my more regular beauty routine. But really like, yeah, the coconut oil, washing my face.
0: For you, it's diet a lot. Diet, Seaweed It's really
1: and- diet for me.
0: These are your things you're doing every single day, putting on your skin, putting on your body, putting mm-hmm. in your body. I just can't imagine that that, because when your body's working so hard to detox you, mm-hmm. there's no energy left for beauty and regeneration. Yeah. Like you only have a certain amount of energy to give every day. So I think about that as a huge part of it, clean eating. I just, there's no way that won't be contributing to your skin. I also think there's a difference in like, you can get Botox and get rid of wrinkles. You can get a facelift and lift sagging. But Mm -hmm. like the health and vibrance and radiance of your skin comes from the inside. Yeah, definitely. And that's like what your mom has. Yeah. and. Another thing
1: that I wanted to tell you is really cool that Asians do is in order to prevent gray hairs and to keep your hair strong, they wash their hair in rice water.
0: Wait, so you soak rice in water? So when you clean your rice
1: and like this, this is a very arduous process. So I don't do this. Okay. I just buy shampoo that has rice water in it. But water that you washed your rice with, it has like properties that clean your hair and like they say prevents grays and makes your hair stronger. So, you know, didn't Cardi B recently wash her hair with an onion?
0: I don't know. I put an egg in my hair over the weekend. Oh, how did that go? I've done it before. It's a little messy, hardens. I did, you know. It's like glue. When yeah, it, yeah. Yeah. I did two egg yolks, a little honey, and a little bit of uh, coconut oil. Mm-hmm. Massaged it in, got in the bath for like 30 minutes, mm-hmm. and then I rinsed it out. Wait, so you've never dyed your
1: hair, right? I've never dyed my hair. And a lot of my friends are already, who are younger than me, are already dyeing their hair because they have grays. Yeah. So I use Viore shampoo and hair. And, you know, there's all these other products we can talk about. We should talk about the products. Yeah. The the little tips and tricks that we... I
0: mean, I need these tips, tricks from you because I I definitely have to uh, dye my roots.
1: You do? Yeah. Okay.
0: Well, because, yeah, I definitely have grays Mm -hmm. pop in. They like to say hi sometimes. At one point when I was 27... All of a sudden I got a few and I think it's because I was in the worst relationship ever. I remember. Yes, it was stress. stress. I was like, he will not affect my beauty. Yeah. (laughs) It's like a moment.
1: Number one tip is don't date
0: a jerk. Don't date a jerk. (laughs) No, I know stress is like such a cliche thing. Yeah. But it really does release cortisol and stress hormones are going to age your skin and your hair. So stress across the board is huge for beauty. I love that. Yeah. So I
1: would say like my top five tips are always wash your face. And if you're wearing makeup, use coconut oil to wash your makeup off because no cleanser really does the same thing and coconut oil is so natural. I would use like Viore shampoo and conditioner. It doesn't come in any plastic, it comes in paper. So it's like completely recyclable in a bamboo container. And it's made out of rice water and part of the proceeds go to the community in China where it was created. And then another uh, trick is obviously sunscreen that's major. And then when the dishwasher is running, I'll open it and it'll steam, like buy a steamer, like steam basically. Like <laughs> if you have don't a have a steam- steamer,
0: you have a dishwasher. Yeah, if you have a dishwasher, <laughs> yeah. you can
1: do this. Like, but you know, one of those steamers before you put on product, I love that. It gives me like a real glow. And I feel like you can't use, your skin can't absorb product when it's dry. So you have to make yes. sure it's wet. So whether it's a steamer or a toner, I think those are like my top. That's why, things. that's
0: also why when you put on a serum. You want your face to be a little damp or use a toner. You you never want to apply a serum to dry skin. Yes. Right. You need a little hydration. Never. You know, my
1: sister just learned this. Never apply anything to dry skin because it won't absorb.
0: No. You guys like if you haven't had a facial, there's just this feeling of when the products go into your skin, it's like your skin is eating it up, like sucking it up. And if you're just slapping a product in your face and running out the door, you're just not going to get the benefits. You're wasting your money. I also think one big beauty tip is to really invest in a proper product. I know things can get pricey, but it's almost like you're wasting your money on like the middle ground when it's not doing anything and you're just going to keep buying more of it. Whereas just investing in a better quality product. I recently had a call with a consultant because I've been you know, just learning about if I wanted to start any kind of skincare line, I, I would want it to be very intentional and like, Real, and she was telling me that most serums on the market are like 80 85% water, like they're (laughs) not even you know what I mean. Like, you have to really, if you're really going for quality products Mm -hmm. and making sure they have real actives, it's like just because it says it's a serum. So, I think quality products is important. Yes,
1: when you're using those quality products, you can't just like rub them on your face, you have to like. That's I exactly do this. what
0: I was going to say. Yeah. Massage. Oh, were you were going to say that? We're so on the same page. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Massage, tap, whatever. So,
1: my mom told me about tapping, this stress relieving yes. thing, like since I was born. Of I, course she's she been did. talking about it and like I used to like be like what are you talking about and I did it to Michael when we first started dating I'm like my mom told me called me and said that I have to tap your face and he was like can you please stop and now I see it everywhere <laughs>
0: tapping is like having a moment
1: but the same thing for a lot of people press mm-hmm. but I heard you're supposed to kind of tap more aggressively like this
0: I think it stimulates blood flow which also helps the products travel more so first of all it can be very good for anxiety that's a separate thing but even to get product in yes tap um, I used to make fun of my mom for doing that to me I was like mom What are you doing? And she
1: says to do it to your head because it like creates circulation in your brain.
0: Yeah. It's just getting blood flow. It's almost like lymphatic is like when you get like the very soft strokes on your legs or arm, it's moving lymphatic flow. And when you're just tapping your face, you're getting blood flow. We want things to be moving. So when you put a product in, a little massage, always massage up. You're never rubbing your face down because literally, if you ever put on ski goggles and you take them off and your face looks crazy like your mouth is pushed down and your cheeks are pushed down it's like a good example of like your skin will stay the way you push it Mm -hmm. so if you're if you're like massaging up you're going to help get a nice natural lift like facial massage so I like to do that whenever I apply any product I love that I like to wait like 30 seconds or 60 seconds at least in between products same right let it absorb that's important always go from light to heavy Light to heavy, yes. Right. So I like to start with eye cream, Well, like your toner, then your eye cream, mm-hmm. and then your serums, light to heavy, and then your moisturizer. I only use eye cream on my hands. Ever since neck. you told me that, I've been using it on my hands, neck, and chest. Yeah. It's expensive. I get that. Luckily, like, I do get a lot sent to me, and yeah. if I can't go through it all, I'm like, well, there's eye cream going on my chest. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Perks of the work I do. Yes, yes. So my order is cleanser, toner, serums, moisturizer, SPF. And- That's your daytime. That's my daytime. Mm -hmm. And then night is the exact same thing, but usually, obviously, no SPF at night. I know we, we talked a lot about ancient. I feel like just to throw out a few modern things, Sure, PRP and PRF are major. The reason I like them, and I feel like they won't ever come back and be like, oh my God, this can hurt us, is because it's literally your own blood. Right. All you're doing is spinning your blood. But you're like piercing your skin with it. That's with microneedling. So that's the same, right? You're basically, you t- you draw your blood, you spin it. It's platelet-rich plasma is what PRP stands for. So you're taking, you're spinning it. So all the platelets are in the plasma. So it does not need to look bloody if it's bloody. Mm-hmm. Remember, we talked about this. Yeah. It's actually not as good. Then you microneedle your face, tiny little openings, and you roll it into your face. So how often do you do that? You can do, I feel like if you've never done it, you do three sessions, like maybe every month or every two months, and then like maybe twice a year, wow. once a year. They also now have PRF, platelet rich, maybe it's fibrinogen, I'm uh-huh. guessing. And some people are injecting it. Like Erica injected it under her eyes. She's shared this, so I can share it. Yeah. Her dark circles look so much better. She did three sessions. I'm gonna and test it on Michael first. Honestly, it looks she's so happy with it and it's just her own blood. So I feel like that's a great one that I'm not worried about hurting you. Mm. Or, you know, later on. I'm gonna try it. I just had to throw that out there Thank for a you. little modern technology yeah thank you for that okay that was a lot to take in Mm -hmm. we covered food we covered ancient tips we covered skincare
1: so basically it's 360 the secrets start from your diet and go all the way to you know the products that you use
0: oh my god and the last thing how you talk to yourself (laughs) oh yeah We just can't end without throwing that out there
1: it wouldn't be a core self podcast with mona (laughs) van without talking to yourself (laughs)
0: Without throwing in a sprinkle of spirituality, how you talk to yourself matters.
1: It does. And I believe that. I mean, we've seen that study with the water molecules and with the trees. So yes, you know, looking in the mirror and being like, you are beautiful the way you are. Yes, 100. I mean, it's hard for me at least.
0: It's hard, but it's even simple as like, I used to say things and not even think about it. Like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm so stupid. Or like, oh my God, I look so ugly. Now it sounds so abrasive coming out of my mouth. Yeah. I wouldn't even say it anymore. So you just got to get used to being conscious of the words you're speaking. Absolutely. Right. I'm so here for that. Me too. Bravo. Thank you. for Including that. <laughs> Thank you. I love that.
1: That's it for today's episode. Thank you all for listening. We'll be back next week with a
0: new episode. Make sure you follow Core Self on Spotify and Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. And of course, follow us on Instagram at MonaVan and at Miss Chloe Flower. See you next week. Bye. Bye.